0: Hello everyone, welcome back to my channel and Poems of Dreams. We're now on the arch, the dream of passing under an arch. That says that you will travel much in distant countries. You'll meet with many strange adventures and have a variety of curious experiences, which might not be all that bad. Now the poems. For all experience is an arch where through Gleams that unravelled world whose margin fades Forever and forever when I move. And the next one. I slept and dreamed before me stood an arch A pointed or gift framed in carvings quaint Whose sabred sides Rose from antique base, And niching in their course, full many a saint O demon grim, whom age had worn alike, While here and there a trailing ivy hung, As if all time, like artist void of skill, Or were over finished work, Had drapery flung and all unheeding through the arch I passed. When, lo, another life seemed gathering round, new years were added to the past, and forms yet unknown stole o'er my spirits bound, yet laughed to me like friends. And when I turned, in bashful wonder from their merry eyes, I felt that they were friends of days to come. In other countries, and neath other skies. Now we are on to the arrow. To dream of finding or shooting an arrow is a sign, or an omen of death, apparently. Not necessarily for oneself, but for someone close by. The first poem. His bow for action, ready, bent. And arrows with a head of stone can only mean that life is spent and not the old ideas gone. The second poem. Give me my bent bow in my hand, and a broad arrow I'll let flee, and where that shaft is taken up, there shall be my grave digged. B. For many a shaft at random sent Finds mark the archer never meant And many a word at random spoken Can soothe or heal a heart that's broken. The last poem about arrows. My life is in my hand and lo, I grasp and bend it as a bow And shoot far from its trembling string An arrow that shall be, perchance, like the arrow of the Israelite king, that of the Lord's deliverance. The next is battle. To dream of battles, like armies marching in ranks, with weapons and fortifications and such. Well, that is a warning. It's meant to be an evil sign to those that you love. And to... Obviously, be aware that a fight may be on its way, regardless whether it be family, friends, such and such. That's what it's meant to be, mean. Of course, that's what it meant in 1855. Of course, it may have changed now, I don't know. And as you know, we can dream of different battles and they mean different things. But, here, ho the point. <clears throat> oh my lord. My good Lord, why you thus alone? For what offence have I this fortnight been, A banished woman from my Harry's bed? In thy faint slumbers I by thee have watched And heard the murmur tales of iron wars Speak terms of manage to thy bounding steel. Cry courage to the field, And thou hast talked of sallies and retires, of trenches, tents, of palisados, frontiers, parapets, of bascalisks, of cannon, culverin even, culverin, of prisoners, ransom, and of soldiers slain, and all the currents of a headache. Fight. The next poem regarding battles. Ever in my nightless slumber comes a wild, wily, wild, and fearful dream, of a dark plain course, encumbered by a roaring, blood-stained stream. Ever here I mind, wind moaning, mid the cannon-broken trees. Ever hear a dreary groaning wafted on the sulphury breeze And amid the dead and dying One pale face alarms me yet Mid the maddened horses lying One that I can ne'er forget The next um, is Beating uh, Blows Oh well, if you dream of someone giving you a blow Generally means a domestic feud, a domestic fight, domestic problems. Of course, if you are the one giving the blows, it means beware of your temper in recent time to come. It may flare up, so do be warned. <laughs> anyway, Poems of Beating. When Shaw's bean sheen and shreds full fair and fair and leaves both large and long, It is merry walking in the fairer forest, To hear the birds, small birds' song, The wood well sang, and would not cease, Sitting upon the spay, So louder he wakened Robin Hood, In the green wood, where he doth lay, now by my fay, said Jolly Robin, a dream I had this night. I dreamt me of two whitey yeomen that fast with me can fight. Methought they did me, they did me beat and bind, and took me, bore me fro. If I be Robin alive, in this land, I'll be woken, revenged on them too. Dreams are swift, master, quoth John, as the wind blowers, all the ill, for if it be never so loud this night, tomorrow it may be still. And there is an example of some very old English. The words were always accentuated back then. For example, in English, um, today, took is T-O-O-K, as in, I took something, they took something. Back then, it was T-O-O-K-E, took. You see? It was always exaggerated back then. The next is beauty. So to dream of beauty, devonier, now that's a favourable one to have, because it's kind of an omen to those who labour industriously, for it's the nature and spring of all life and activity, and this, this is a good sign, not only to travellers, but to those who propose remaining still, for it stirreth up even the idolant and unwilling to activity. What it means is, it takes, it puts things into perspective. It brings about activity, even from those who would never usually move. It's a positive thing, really. Um, because it brings about movement and work. The poem. I slept and dreamed... That life was beauty, I woke and found that life was duty. Was then my dream a shadowy lie? Toil on, toil on, said heart, courageously, And thou shalt find thy dream to be A noonday light and truth to thee. The next poem, On a pleasant summer day, in a garden as I lay, drowsed with the perfume of a thousand flowers, mine eyes enchanted with their rainbow gleaming, and lulled by ever dropping fountain showers, I fell asleep. From sleep I fell to dreaming, when lo, beside me sat the Dame of Love, the Queen of Whitest Fairness, clad in light. But she was stern and ruffled, oh, and a dove. What dost thou hear, she cried? Arise and write. Go forth and labour, put thy armour on, do anything but something thou must do. They lay, they lie, who say, I love, a and slander love with Libel, most untrue, the brave, thou knowest, alone deserve the fair. But who, who are now the brave in every land? Though love in idleness be sweet to wear, I love it best when plucked by labour's hand. The next poem. If in the warm and passionate hour When reason sleeps in fancy's bower, If thou hast ever, ever felt A dream of delicate beauty melt Into the heart's recess, Seen by the soul and seen by the mind, But indistinct, its loveliness, Adored and not defined, A bright creation a shadowy ray, fading and flitting in mist away, nothing to gaze on and nothing to hear, but something, something to cheat the eye and the ear with the fond conception and joy of both, so that you might that hour be loath to change for someone's sweetest kiss the visions of unenduring bliss. I'll lose for someone's sweetest tone. The murmur thou drinkest all alone. If such a vision hath ever been but thine. Thou hast a heart that may look on mine. And now we move on to the beech tree. And when you dream of a beech tree. It brings um, prosperity and peace in reality. To dream of a birch tree means those things are coming your way. The poem Oh leave this barren spot to me Spare, spare woodman Spare the beech and tree The shrub or flower it never grow My one unwanning shade below Nor fruits of glossy autumn born My green and glossy leaves adorn, No murmuring tribes from me derive, The ambrosial treasures of the hive, Yet leave this little spot to me, Spare, woodman, spare the beech and tree. Thrice twenty summers I have stood, In bloomless, fruitless solitude, Since childhood is my rustling bower, first spent its sweet and sportive hour, since youthful lovers in my shade, their vows of truth and rapture paid, and on my trunk's surviving frame, carved many a long forgotten name, oh, by the vows of gentle sound, first breathed upon this sacred ground, by all that love hath whispered here, our beauty heard, with ravished ear. As love's own altar, honour me. Spare, woodman. Spare, the beech and tree. Beer and ale is the next. A sign of good fortune, actually, if it's a good beer, um, an ale. If it's not a good uh, beer and ale, then it might be a time of turmoil. Anyway, The Poem. In a jolly field of barley, good king Cambrinus slept, and dreaming of his thirsty realm, the merry monarch wept. In all my land of netherland, there grows no mead or wine, and water I could never coax down this throat of mine. Now, List to me, ye heathen gods, and eck, ye Christian too, both Zernok, Zernoboch, and Jupiter, and Mary, Mary, clod in blue, and mighty Thor, the thunderer, and any else that be, the one who aids me in my need, a servant I will be. And as the sinful heathen all in the barley lay, there came in dreams an angel, bright, whose soft these words did say, Arise, arise thou poor Cambrinus, for even all around in the barley where thou sleepest, a nectar may be found. In the barley where thou sleepest, there hides there hides a nectar clear, which men shall know in later times as porter, ale, or beer. Then in terms the most explicit, be put the monarch through, and gave him ere the dream was out, the recipe to brew. O'Bro's good king Cambrinus, and shook him in the sun, Away, ye wretched heathen gods, with you. I'm quit and done. You've left me with my subjects in error, and in this thirst, till in our dreadful dryness we scarce know which is worst. It was the good Cambrinus unto his palace went, and messages through all the land unto his lords he sent. Leave Odin, Under pain of death, his orders were severe, yet touched with mildness. For he sent the recipe for good old beer. Oh, then a merry sound was heard of building through land. And the churches and the breweries went up on every hand. For the masons, they were hard at work, wherever a spot seemed packed. And some had bricks within their hods, and some within their hats. And there is um, a short one. beer um si, sit clearum est sincerum. Elum si, sit staleum, non est manum. And that's Latin. Um, the other is a Bohemian, and it's actually meant to be a song. Kligo Slirik tamgi maladich <laughs> tamgi taki pawawiek kle sepawa waj tamzi dore daj. I have no idea what that means, guys. Um, no idea if I've even said it correctly. Haven't a clue. But just did my best. But those are the poems for beers and ales, I guess. <laughs> Thank you for listening and many blessings.